0: I think we all know this feeling. You're sitting in English class, whether it be in high school or beyond, and while doing some of your reading, you really start to wonder, what is the relevance of this book to me? After all, it's a natural human instinct to try and find practicality in everything. We don't like doing things which are, to put it bluntly, useless. Personally, for me, the book that really made me question what I was doing in English class was Emily Bronte's Wuthering Heights. I truly did not understand how I could possibly get anything out of a novel about mid-19th century aristocrats who felt so alien to my own life. The reason certain works of literature stand the test of time and become part of the academic canon, at least in my view, is partially dependent on this issue of relatability. Hamlet may be about a medieval Danish prince, yet another quite foreign context to the average American high school reader, but its power lies in Shakespeare's ability to present powerful themes of psychology, death, and convey meaning in the finitude of human existence. In this podcast, I want to illuminate how another famous playwright created a collection of works which present themes that resonate and inform how we live life today, particularly for young people in that ever-tender stage of life, where one is essentially in a perpetual existential crisis. So, welcome to O'Neill Today, a series which will explore how the work of Eugene O'Neill, Nobel Prize winner, recipient of four Pulitzer Prizes, and one of the most important playwrights in American history, maintains its relevance today. Now, you're probably wondering who the I that keeps getting referenced and is currently narrating this podcast actually is. My name is Dave Mlesky, and I'll be your host. I just finished my first year as an undergraduate at Princeton University, where I study literature and the history of the arts, and I'm incredibly grateful to be supported by the Eugene O'Neill Society in the production of this podcast. Over the course of this series, we'll hear from experts on O'Neill's dramas and Wax Philosophical in an effort to discover how O'Neill can be relevant to us today. To begin our exploration, I wanted to share my favorite quote from my reading of O'Neill thus far. In the play The Hairy Ape, first performed in 1921 and published in 1922, we meet Yank, a stoker on a ship, who is facing a bona fide existential crisis during a period of time where the United States was experiencing astounding levels of ever-increasing income inequality, which would sound like a familiar historical context for us all. However, Yank's existential crisis is not just the philosophical lamentation reflected in later existentialists like Sartre. Rather, Yank experiences a very primal crisis where he feels he does not have a place in the world due to his class position and the lack of respect for his occupation. After being mistreated consistently by the rich aboard the ship, Yank begins to question his place in the world after realizing he can no longer derive true enjoyment and meaning from his occupation. In a pivotal monologue for our understanding of Yank's evolution as a character, he declares, quote, Steele was me, and I owned the world. Now I ain't steel, and the world owns me. Unquote. Apologies for my poor attempt at imitating Yank's dialect, but I think we can all appreciate what Yank says regardless. Where he was once confident in his purpose in life. He now feels completely lost upon realizing not everyone respects him the way he respects himself. In the following audio, actor Bobby Cannavale, who played Yank in a contemporary interpretation of the hairy ape, describes this crisis with incredible clarity. And so this guy Yank is a sort of like the alpha dog of the Stoker's crew. He's proud of being a part of the machinery that he believes makes the whole world go. And so therefore he considers himself to be an integral part of the universe, really. Um, And so his sense of belonging is tied very much to his work. Um, And when that goes away, his entire sense of being goes away. Of course, this lack of belonging, due to one's class and occupation, is intensely relevant to American politics today. In an age of rising populism, we consistently hear reports in the news about the anxiety surrounding their place in society, faced by members of the working class. And in an age of incredible disparity in wealth, power, and culture between the so-called elite of society and those at the bottom, a context which would be quite familiar to Yank. Who can blame them for also experiencing the same anxiety as him? Anxiety and primal existential dread are arguably some of the driving forces of American society today. And on a more personal level, the crisis faced by Yank seems like a crisis that many of us face in life. In a world where so much of our time is spent in work, We are often expected to define our lives by what we do, but oftentimes, like in Yang's case, that simply isn't enough. And while I am far from being fully immersed in the working world, I feel like I've experienced my own version of this crisis. Coming into college, I felt certain of what I wanted to do with my future. I was 100%, no doubt about it, going to go to law school and become a lawyer. However, upon taking a few classes at Princeton, I quickly realized that I wasn't sure the law was for me and became really interested in the humanities. While this newfound passion for literature and the arts was fantastic, it certainly caused me to have many an existential crisis over what I would do with my life if it wasn't just going to follow the path I had previously set for myself. The law was me, and I owned the world. Now I'm not the law, and the world owns me. This is just a brief showcase of the powerful relevance of O'Neill today. From contemplating your purpose in life, to considering your place in society, there is at least one aspect of O'Neill's work which will resonate with you. I hope that you will join me over the course of this series and discover what that might be. Thank you for listening.